Hello and welcome to today's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, a constant podcast of us complaining about things that really we probably shouldn't be. But today I'm in control and I'm here to pose questions for no other reason than my own entertainment. But with us today, the blurred Don of the Veal, the Todd Father, CDO 113, the droid you're looking for, for the experience of some call Jason. And the token millennial, Tarky. And I'm here to have fun. And by have fun, I mean ask you weird questions about comics and movies that make you have to an- and make you and force you to answer them. Kind of jump my words there. And all of our questions are going to be nightmare scenarios, just negative all the way. See what you can ma- see if you can make the best of it. Make a mess or the best? Yes. Yeah, I told him to get a so our first question is going to be just a pretty simple one. Marvel and DC have both decided that the way they're working is too in the middle. They're, they've decided with all their movies and all their comics, they're either going to go extremely kid-friendly or just incredibly violent and adult. They've decided, and it's just going to be a vote. Whoever, whatever audience of theirs is bigger, that's the way they're going to go. And you have a vote in this. Which way do you vote and why? We'll start with you, Todd. Okay, for DC, I go more kid, fr- I go extremely kid friendly because Snyder stands suck. <laughs> and for Marvel, I go extremely adult because, yeah. You had family fun with Marvel for 10 years. You can have shit that you can't take your kids to now. What is it? Deadpool, Wolverine, you know, Blade, because, you know, all that shit's good and R-rated. So you still, you know, Punisher's blowing people's brains out. And and truly, when you think about the Netflix Daredevil, if it had been a movie movie, it'd been R-rated as hell. So, yeah, I think think they can handle it. So you're just kind of saying... They've been doing what they've been doing for a while. Flip them. Yeah, I'd flip them. I'd literally flip them. I'd, you know, that would give me if even if you went extremely kid friendly, at least it would give me a Superman that reminded me of the Superman I grew up with. So, yeah, I would probably truly, I would probably enjoy that from DC. Oh, look, it's kid friendly. It's you know, Batman's not branding people. Wonder Woman's not a rapist sociopath. This is nice. I'm just so happy to see them return to being heroes. You're just like, yeah. hey, the sun I, I realize this is for, you know, seven-year-olds, but man, I sure do love the day being saved. Yeah, it, it's literally one of the kind of things where you go to a Superman movie and go, look, the sun's actually out. What kind of shit is this? Considering you got a, a, a hero whose powers are derived from a yellow sun, yeah. That... Wow, it looks like the DC Universe isn't just Seattle. All right, all right. Danny, how about you? With Marvel, yeah, I would definitely go, you know, the violent route because most of my the characters in Marvel that I like are the violent ones. Uh, you know, Danny Punisher. hates women. Danny doesn't hate women. You People are going to start giving us, you know, hate mail because of you saying that. I don't hate women. He hates women. He don't like women. At least but like, uh, you know, I like 
Punisher. I like Wolverine, Deadpool, you know. I like the characters that are the grim and gritty, you know. Uh, DC, I'm torn. Because I would be, if, if this is their blue, you know, three color universe, what would they do with a, you know, everybody's R-rated verse? It's like, how much darker could they get? You know, that that's my quandary. It's like, hmm. So, I guess I would say Grim and Greedy for both of them. Just out of curiosity to see how much darker things could get. The Snyder Cut, the black and white version. So now, not only is it cloudy, there's no color at all. That might work for some of their characters. That's all there! You can watch that now. <laughs> and you can watch that now. It's called the gray version. He went hell. This isn't this morose and depressing enough. It's got too much damn color. So he's got a black and white version of that shit. Okay. That son of a bitch has no joy. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no joy in the Snyder first. Oh, he's like, um, I don't, I don't like anything. He watched that bleak shit and went, God, this is too bright and cheerful. I know what we'll do. We'll make everything black and white. Wow. But all right, Danny, you just want to go down a dark hole and just see where it leads. Yeah, just for curiosity's sake. All right, all right. Jason, how about you? Kid friendly all the way. I have I seen bet. where the dark goes, the Snyderverse, and I hate it. I'm tired of seeing it with DC. I don't want to see it with Marvel. I'd like to uh, stop for a moment and go, in asking this question, I did not expect to get almost every variation possible. <laughs> well, how about you, Taylor? Well, hold on. Do you want to explain a little bit more about why, Jason? Uh, well, that covered the you know that covered the main thing. Like I said, I you know I'm sick of the Snyderverse. Hmm. Uh, if I never heard about his overrated ass again, that would just be great with me. But uh, anyway, like, like I said, you know, Marvel is. I don't know if I'd currently call the if I'd call the current Marvel kid friendly exactly. It's cer certainly not anything I'd hesitate to take a kid to. Uh. You know, but in addition to just, you know, wanting Snyder as far away from any kind of superhero as possible, I also think kid-friendly would give them more longevity. I think people would get sick of the ultra-violence with superheroes eventually. I mean, you could look at the difference in the money Marvel's made versus the money DC's made to kind of go, yeah, I don't, I don't think the, the, the bleak works for superheroes. Not if you want to do the entire universe like that. No, no. You know, and this is this is, of course, if I have to choose one extreme or the other. You know, if I could, if I if I could just, you know, buffet style it, you know, mix and match what I wanted, then yeah, you'd have a violent Wolverine movie and a violent Deadpool movie. You know, but then your you know, your Captain Americas and your Thors would be a little more, you know, a little more on the yeah. level of what we've been getting. And it could story universe period. There's a mixture of mm. the dark and the comedy. But yeah, if I've got Nothing. to pick the extremes, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of the ultraviolence out of DC, so let's just get rid of that, period. You mean you don't like seeing the superhero universe through the eyes of a dog? And not like your family dog, but like one of them dogs from the commercials where it's pouring rain and the dog is shivering in the box. 
that's the Snyderverse, man. It's one of them dogs looking at the world. It's like, God, why, why do I keep breathing? Existence is pain. All right. A good, good variation here. I was expecting... I don't know. I was almost expecting everyone to want Marvel to be squeaky clean and just kind of, and the only real disappointment be in DC. Kind of glad there's more variants in us <laughs> than just going. We want, we want DC to go back to what it was and Marvel to keep doing what it's doing. Happy yeah. to see changes. Now, on another list of changes, the next scenario is Marvel's fed up with their writers. As am I. Mm. So they've decided to fire every single writer. And then that's you. And you get an option. Everyone can submit their own story. Marvel will have a team review them and then have a mass vote to let a story in. But if you put a story in to be voted on, you don't get to vote. Do you think you have a story you could put in? that people would vote high enough for that you'd want to put in, or would you want to sit back and just be a voice in the vote? I, I think I would just be a voice in the vote. Um, oh, come on. You don't want to try to write Punisher once? It's your only shot. You could write a Punisher story, Danny. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. There are no, no influences vote. There he are, wants to sit in judgment. There, there are a few characters that I think I could come up with a thing, but I think I would still be the type to sit back and go, all right, I want to see what other people come up with, and then you know I get to critique and vote whether or not it's worthy of my watch. You know? So your answer is you want to sit in judgment. Yeah. You want to sit above in judgment and go, this is crap. Yes. Wait. That's your honest thing. He talked you into, well, maybe back right. Bullshit. You want to sit in judgment. You want to sit up on one of them big yeah, eye yeah. judges things in the shade, in the shadow and point down with nothing but your face. I was not influencing him. I just wanted him to understand yes, that he had a shot that at greatness he wanted it. Story for. Or, he could, or he could sit back and decide who wins. Yeah, there, there are a few characters that I think I could probably write a decent story for that character, but as a whole, would I rather sit and, you know, I will judge the, you know, yeah, that, that's what I would do. Alright. What about you, Todd? Right. I've got stories. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what characters would you be aiming for? Uh, I think I could do the Avengers pretty good. Because I'm an Avengers Hulk. Uh... I think I'd do better. I, yeah, I think if I took a shot at something, it would probably be Avengers or one of the Avengers-related characters. I might do decent on Black Panther. But like so, your team books, I'm pretty sure I can do a team book pretty good. So you'd want to write something where like all the characters are there and interacting, but you don't have to go too in-depth on any individual and you can kind of stick to just the problems they're facing? Yeah, I, I would... I would tell a story that was uh, or I would try to tell stories to get back to the good old fashioned super villain formula you know where the villains aren't shades of grey the motherfuckers are evil and the heroes are heroic and you kind of want the hero to beat the living hell out of the villain throw them in jail for a while 
where the heroes are on the back foot for a little while and have to climb their way up to yeah, victory. You, know, you 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 give a decent you know you give a decent villain. You put the heroes in a struggle. Then yeah, you know, as any sane person knows, the hero's gonna come out of it. But you want to know how. So yeah, I yeah I would write. Surprise! I, been, I knew you thought with all my shit, you thought I was gonna be sitting there in judgment. No, I, I honestly burn it. I honestly figured you would pick. No, hell right. right. Yeah, yeah, hell, I'm right. Damn it. I'm, I'm glad to hear you'd you'd throw your hat in the ring. It's just it to me. It just seems the more fun option is to try to write a story. Yeah, but so, Jason, your input. What I would probably want to do, and what I actually would probably well, let me put it this way. I think I would want to write. Get actually given the opportunity though. I think I would keep my vote. Just because I know how bad I am at actually completing tasks that I start for myself. But if I wrote, there are... Harsh shade of realism in here. Oh, I'd absolutely love to write. But you know, in the real world, I don't think that would work out. I don't know, you know, I'm just being honest. It's not your scenario. I appreciate the honesty. But, uh... But there, I mean, there's a few stories I would like to write. Kind of like Todd, I'd probably do something team-based or at least ensemble cast. There's a few, I guess I'd say plot holes kind of stuff in the Marvel Universe I'd like to fix. But it's obscure stuff that I doubt anybody would care about. Or I'd be using obscure characters, you know. I'm a big Quasar fan, but you know, I may be the only one. Which would make... Winning a vote a lot easier. Hmm. Which quasar? Out. Which quasar story do you want? One or two? Well, you know, you make a fair point there. But uh, but yeah, I would probably just take the vote and you know, and vote for stories that were kind of steering steering the universe in a direction that I like. Who'd have thought my judgmental ass was the only one that threw his hat in the ring? Fuck it, I write this shit. Well, I, I think... You no, know, my brilliance is how you've been doing it wrong all this time. See, I, I think with you, that would fit because you are such a, a Marvel zombie that, you know, and keeper of the knowledge that you could write a story that not only filled in gaps that Jason mentioned, but would drive a plot that people go, ooh, I like this. You know, where, like me, mine would be more character-centric and... I would put a character, like a single character, in a situation that I don't know that they've ever been in before and give them that moral quandary. And that might not be, I don't think that's what some people want to see. See, the trick is, I was looking at that, figuring the way this turned out, I figured it would be flipped. Because I figured I would be the one that was sitting in judgment going, this is all crap. And you and Jason would be the writers because both of y'all run games. So you're already used to it. That was my, me going into this, I was sitting there going, yeah, I'm probably, you know, if I was outside of this, that would have been my thought. Now, if the option had been, would you rather write a group book or an individual book or just sit and vote on both of them? Yeah, individual book, that I might do, but a group book, I'd, I'd pass on the group book since I'm already running a group thing, running games. I could concentrate more on just an individual character that I like, you know. 
Well, I mean, that's how I started this for you was like, hey, you could try to write the punisher. I try to slide that to you as like the softball. You like, really want yeah, me to write His truest, but his truest answer was I'd vote. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to he wants to hang back, look at it, and go, I would prefer to be able to read these things. And I appreciate that and the honesty from all of you. I've seen your work. And I'm glad that I'm glad Todd has had a moment in the sun going, I want to win, and just stepping out in the ring. But now let's flip to a nightmare scenario on the DC side. So, but this one takes a little prefacing. Do all of you remember the Hanna-Barbera team-ups that happened a couple years back in DC? I didn't read them, but I remember them, I remember them happening. I remember them happening, but I didn't read them. Okay, well, to be fair, I only read uh, Speed Buggy and Flash. But that was sitting in my head going, what if we had to make a single permanent Hanna-Barbera DC hero team-up? You're forced to. You have to pair a Hanna-Barbera character with a DC hero, and they're stuck together. I, I know mine. I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised that I'm not surprised. What is it, Danny? You go ahead, take this Aquaman one. Aquaman and Jabberjaw. I was sitting there going, I bet you he's going to say Aquaman and Jabberjaw. Since, since a lot of people already consider Aquaman nothing more than a joke char- character dating back to the Super Friends, you know... That would that would fit the motif. Yeah, something where Aquaman's powers go wild now. All of a sudden, everybody can hear the fish talk. Yeah, it, it, but it's Jabberjaw, so people, it's a shark! It comes on land, you know? <laughs> but that just, to me, like, okay. Yeah, that, that would work for me. So you're, you, you, want a ma- you, want, you wanted to mash up two things that kind of sort of fit together. Yeah, yeah. See, Aquaman and Speed Buggy wouldn't work. Not particularly well, no. See, Jabberjaw was was always one that cracked me up as a kid. And then Aquaman's ability to talk with, you know, sea life. But all of a sudden, wait a minute, y'all can hear him too? You know, (laughs) Aquaman thinks he's the only one hearing the conversation. And then people start answering Jabberjaw. And he's like, does everybody have his power? You know. To me, that would be funny. Hmm. Uh, Todd or Jason, do either of you have a matchup you would like to bring to the table? If not, I'll field it for a moment. No, no, I actually, I actually have one, but mine was actually going in just the opposite of Danny. Because, like, I would pair up, like, Damian Wayne, his Robin, and, like, the Herculoids, and defy the writer to make that little son of a bitch pertinent in something where you're fighting giant monsters. Well, I don't know. The, the, the humans in those fights would become pertinent sometimes, so it'd be doable. Barely. I would put him on something where he was he was inferior to gloop and gleep. <laughs> now you little now you little murderous bastard. Fight that thing. Some, you know, 90 foot tall armor plated crap thing. Yeah, go out, swing your goddamn sword at that, you little sociopath. Well, considering uh, the dad on the Herculoids is using it, was it a slingshot? Yeah, a slingshot, but he had explosive rocks. He shot the same shit. He shot tundra crap. Because yeah. I'm figuring that's what that was, because 
you know, Tundro shot it out of his horn, out of that horn. You think that was a horn? That was an extended booty. That was an anus. Probably. In a dark DC universe. You had to have, you had to have something because, hell, you never saw that shit just laying on the ground. Where are you getting all these damn explosive rocks from? Don't ask questions. You don't want to know the answers to. <laughs> you have a little boy there. What do you think my job is? Oh, God. I got to sort through the explosive poo. Find the right size for the slingshot. That's it. Then you have Snyder directed. Oh, that would be fucked up. Damien would be the one little source of sunshine. Mm-mm. Ain't no sun in this fucking universe. You give that shit up. You get to see Damien crawling through the cracks of Tundro's ass looking for the rocks because it's dark and dank and... <laughs> I used to be rich. Oh, God. has gone a very strange direction that I'm uncomfortable with all of a sudden. All right, Jason, how about you? I would not go into it trying to sabotage anybody. Not even Aquaman. It'd be a toss-up between me whether I'd go with Space Ghost or Birdman. But I might go like, you know, Space Ghost and Legion, which, though, that's a DC team, so we'd go individual, say, a Green Lantern, and do space stories with a character, or Space Ghost and... Who is it? Captain Comet? Yeah, just pair him up with one of the DC's space characters and go with it. Almost went Batman and Dino, but... (laughs) A little too on the nose. So we can fix him and make him competent. You know, or go Birdman and... I've tried to get a good person to team with Birdman. Birdman and Hawkgirl. That occurred to me. You know, she got sick of... Hawkman constantly trying to reinvent himself and it not working, so she's just hooked up with Birdman. He at least knows what he is. Yes, yes. He's good generic. He's, he's a happy lawyer. But, uh, no, I would not go with the lawyer thing. Like, you wouldn't go with Harvey Birdman? No. Just regular I just Birdman? said not sabotaging stuff or trying to make a joke out of anybody. But yeah, I would take one of the, D- I would take one of the Hanna-Barbera superheroes that I like and, and fit him into the, into the DC universe. Because all right, yeah. Well, I, I've read the uh, Future Quest, Hanna Barbera's Future Quest, back when they were doing those weird crossovers. Or no, that was uh, no, that was that wasn't the crossover. That was back when they were doing that weird run of, of Hanna Barbera books. But the one that was worth reading was Future Quest, which you know it took their mostly their serious superhero stuff. I mean, they threw in the Impossibles and and like Frankenstein Junior too, but. But it gave you a decent superhero story with like them and the Johnny Quest characters and stuff. Hmm. So you're kind of reaching into the familiar. Like, they've done this before, so I'll, I can work with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, that, see, if, I, if I had to make that choice, I'd make something I didn't think would fail immediately. You know, Space Ghost and Birdman are superheroes. I'm telling you, mine would take off like gangbusters. The only thing you gotta do is go with Zack Snyder's Herculoids. Yeah, they'd be everywhere. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Herculoids. Cool. Zack Snyder's Herculoids and Robin. Yep, Zack Snyder's Herculoids and Robin. Oh man, it's everything I ever wanted. It's Batman and Joker. And it's... Well, I also assume he was talking about comics, not the movies, but you know, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I was. Hey man, J.J. But... Abrams got a Spider-Man book out right now. Ooh, what's it a copy of? It. Huh? As it was oh, a copy of. Oh, it's. No, it's it's almost him channeling Snyder because it is the most depressing shit you've ever read in your life. 
So he's copying Snyder this time. Okay. Yeah. 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 Pete don't do original. Now, I do want to include my own on this just because I found it funny when I thought about it. Was Batman and Yogi Bear, where Yogi Bear is a recurring villain. I was about to say, where are you going with this one? Because I don't see Yogi Bat Bear. Bear is really Yogi's cave, and he's pissed about it. Yogi just keeps escaping because he's smarter than the average bear. <laughs> the thing is, it's an entire story where Batman is confused at how a bipedal bear is escaping him. You find out Yogi's got reptile. Yogi is literally just a bear smart enough to know. And the only hero in Gotham is Batman. I know how, I just have to learn how to escape this one man. Man, I was in the middle of taking a drink when you said that about smarter than the average bear. I about spit my drink all over the place. You know, it's it's still somewhat serious. Batman's still doing Batman things, but if Yogi Bear shows up, Batman's just always worried. You know, it's also kind of a shout out to the Batman 66 verse, you know, because you're sitting there and you're going, well, old chum, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. You know, Batman would try to grappling hook on a corner and it would just be buttered. The grappling hook would just slip off. <laughs> it makes me think of Batman's lamer villains like Condiment King and Calendar Man. Yogi could just spit right in with those. I'm seeing Batman 66, you know, where you got Batman and Robin, and then I'm seeing Yogi and Boo Boo, and it's like, oh my god. See, that's it's not what I'm picturing. What I'm picturing is like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And a fucking bear. And a fucking walking bear with a hat and a tie. It's Dark Knight Batman meets John Chris Cafusi's Yogi. It's all fucked up. No, no, mine was just going to be standard Yogi. It's standard Yogi, and none of none of Frank Miller's brutality is working on him. Robin and Robin's just sitting there. I don't know if I should help. Boo Boo's just sitting there. We just sit this one out. We we just wait for him. And Robin go. Oh shit! Did you just talk? I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Boo Boo being with Yogi. Just as soon as Yogi starts something, Batman's not gonna like this, Yogi. Yeah, they're there. But like when Batman and Robin bust in, and Batman's trying to take Yogi, Robin and we would just step off to the side, and there's like, and Boobie's just like, I don't want to fight. And Robin's like, I can't punch a child. So they're just sitting there, they're just sitting there with the piss, picnic basket, you know. Yeah, they're just, they're just sitting there, sipping on their juice boxes, waiting for dad to finish his fight with the other dad at the picnic. Yep, I can see that. I fail to see how this, this is a nightmare scenario. Well, the nightmare scenario is like, it's nightmare for DC. Here we go, selling shit. Yeah, well, the, the nightmare is not something they worry about too much with anything. So, the nightmare was more or less just thinking about I, I now have to ruin a DC character. But y'all, y'all all decided to quickly, you know, that one was not the most well thought out to force it to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Should have done a little more effort there. You have to ruin a DC character. Danny goes, Aquaman. He's already ruined. <laughs> yeah, and I went. Oh yeah, that's a thing you can do. You can just pick the bad ones. We'll do Aquaman and Jabberjaw. Fuck it. Oh look, it sold more than Aquaman currently sells. That would not have shocked me. Well, no, Aquaman Jabberjaw is one of the actual crossovers or yeah, yeah. matchups they did. 
oh, they did that shit? See, I didn't know that. I, I didn't read yeah. any of the books. Yeah, it was, it was actually. I, I didn't read any of them. You should have went with Black Adam. The only one that I was yeah, tempted to read. Black Adam. The only He's one of those that I was the least bit tempted to read was the Batman Elmer Fudd. Because Elmer Fudd decides vigilantes are bad and comes to Gotham. Have to assume that didn't work out well, but I didn't read it. I don't know. I didn't read it. Elmer Fudd, it never works out well. Some kill a rabbit. They can't do shit with Batman. I don't know. Batman's rough and all, but he's no Bugs Bunny. I just want to see Batman cross-dressing. Not as an actual woman, but it's still in the Batman costume with a fucking wig on. And lipstick. It's got to have lipstick, too. And it work? Oh, excuse me, ma'am. And not even a change of voice. Just Batman goes, thank you. And watch yeah. It's full Kevin Conroy. I can see him agreeing to do that shit. But all right, we've, we've immediately gone from nightmares to just joking around with this. And I appreciate that. But I guess it's about time we wrap it up. You know, three ideas that I assume would be kind of nightmarish just because, like, it throws off what they're currently doing, but also in realizing that none of us are particularly happy with what they're currently doing. This was more fun than I expected for all of you and not me. So yeah, let's go ahead. Ruin and... comics. Eh. Can't ruin what's already broke. It's you like, basically well, came up with a thing and said, hey, you want to pour, pour accelerant on this dumpster fire? Shit, yeah! Hey, we all survived 2020. I think we, we, we've all earned the right to do that. We survived 2020. We can survive Batman and Yogi Bear. Yeah. But all right, let's go ahead and wrap this. Uh, I've been the token millennial, Tarky. Uh, I'm the blurred Don LaVille, Todd Fogg. CDO113, the droid you're looking for. I am the experience of some called Jason. Go to our website, go to the shop, buy something. Oh, like and share the video. It's free. But we, you know, but the shop's better. Just putting that out there. Handing us money directly for us to hand you a hat is nice. Please do it. And we have more than hats. We have t-shirts. Actually, the hat is the one thing we don't have. What, hats? We yes, don't we don't have hats. They've been your own damn site. God! It's been there in a week and week or so. I mean, we didn't have Well, we have. I was told we had masks. I'm surprised we don't we have, have masks. Uh, they won't let you do hats. Yeah, it's some oh, weird wow. thing. It's some weird thing with the way spring does it. Oh, okay. We do well, not have hands. We have masks. We have t-shirts. We have posters. We have hand, we have a freakish amount of handbags. I think somebody in this group likes handbags. We won't name any names, but you know the experience is there. Oh, it's an experience. I mean, handbags are nice to put a brick in. Just surprise somebody. Right, now we're going dark. What? What'd you say, Zach? And good night. <laughs>